sudden change of subject. Do you know what I do when I'm stressed out and want to relax but don't want to like do anything productive? Please tell me. Tetris. <gasps> you just took me back to middle school. I have played hours of Tetris today. Like oh I killed my computer playing online Tetris oh and my goodness. I'm not capable of having regrets. Heidi, I have a whole playlist on my computer from middle school for Tetris. It was a Tetris playlist. L- wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. What I need to know what makes a song count as a Tetris song? Anything with lots of fast bubbly noises. Okay. 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 Yeah. Can you give me an example of a song that is on the Tetris playlist, just so I can really lock in? Osaka Loop Line by Discover. Discovery. Okay, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is my new favorite thing. My name is Heidi, and I wear blue eyeliner more often than black now. It's growth. My name's Jessa, and I just got bangs. <laughs> That's so true. We're pretty obsessed with books and movies and music, and every episode we, well, usually Rory, but now Jessa, talk about ones that we enjoy. Be warned, there are spoilers ahead. So you might have noticed, uh, Jessa's not Rory. No, I am not. We have a guest fake Rory, because actual real-life Rory is very busy and also has family in town. I've got some cute little shoes to fill. Yes, you do, although I think you guys might wear the same size, because it's I have smaller feet than both of you. That's a good thing. Despite the fact that I do all of the editing, um, I have the smallest shoes to fill <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> um, so here's Jess's qualifications. Who cares? This is a podcast about enjoying things. Yay! <laughs> I like things. Yep. <laughs> Can you tell us what book we like this week? This week, we like... Sorry, episode. I'm the one who always says it's week as though it's still weekly, and it hasn't oh. been weekly in over a year. Anyway. This episode... We're reading uh, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime by Mark Haddon. Ooh. Mark Haddon is British. And his book was very British, and I'm not going to lie. There were some times when, like, he would use certain words, and I was like, is this the character saying this, or is this a British thing? And I was yeah. just very confused. <laughs> oh, so many things the first time I read it that I was like, oh, yeah, this is a British thing, which admittedly was probably slightly easier because if I'm matching up my timeline right, I think I had, like, just gotten back from Britain the first time I read it. So I was like, okay, just think in British. Yeah, I was very confused, but it was still enjoyable. So. It was. Can you either read the back or give us the synopsis or what what have you? Yes. Does the back have anything useful? <clears throat> I can't find my copy. It does. Christopher John Francis Boone knows all the countries of the world and the capitals and every prime number up to 7,057. He relates well to animals, but has no understanding of human emotions. In parentheses, sign language. That's me. Jess is sign language. <coughs> he cannot stand to be touched, and he detests the color yellow. Also same. This improbable story of Christopher's quest to investigate the suspicious death of a neighborhood dog makes for one of the most captivating, unusual, and widely heralded novels in recent years. That is true. Oh my goodness. Wait, have you ever gotten tested for autism? <laughs> Oh, Heidi, this is a more common discussion in my family than you would think. Not necessarily for me, but... No, I'm well aware of who in your family this discussion would be about. But I am changing the narrative. (laughs) Okay, no, honestly, that was one of the things I was going to bring up in this book, is there are so many things that I was like, yes, like, boy, I, like, relate to you. And at first I thought, like, oh, that's just the writer writing really well. And then as I kept going, I was like... 
maybe there's like some self-exploration that needs to be had. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know that, I mean, it is true that, that, and listeners, this is also true that um, it's very difficult for teachers and for advisors and stuff. They won't notice autism in girls because it shows up very differently. Hmm. Like Asperger's syndrome or what, which has now been baked into the autism spectrum and is no longer like a separate thing. Hmm. Um, it's now because Asperger's is basically a type of autism. Anyway, like they found that it's, it's difficult to see it in girls because the, it looks very different it's like how all of the symptoms of women having heart attacks are the same as cramps and like pms so it's like oh you might feel a little nauseous and your stomach will hurt and it's like great so i will have no way of knowing if i'm pmsing or having a heart attack wow (laughs) spectacular being a lady just so many perks oh gotta love that good good medical care and it only cost you two thousand uh, dollars. Yeah. Sorry. Back to Mark Haddon. You don't have to get tested. But that 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 <laughs> it did occur to me as you were saying same. I mean that hap- that happened to me on this podcast where like we read turtles all the way down and I was like, I think I have O C D and I really? got tested and I have O C D. Yeah. Because yeah, I was like, this is too relatable. Like this isn't I'm not empathizing. <laughs> I'm upset at how well you're talking about me. Wow, man, I should read more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's probably so many things that I could learn. (laughs) I'm trying to imagine all the things you could find out about yourself (laughs) by reading more. Yeah, so, sorry, the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. Yes. He finds a pitchfork in this dog, in Mm. the dog Wellington, which is so funny because that's also the name of a food in Britain. See, would not have known that. Yeah, no, it's like a, it's like a very weird. Um, imagine if a hot pocket was gourmet. Ooh, with no, likey. Yeah, it's almost like somebody took like a brisket and put it in a hot pocket. Mm. Wow, I'm hot not pocket without the diarrhea. What an experience! <laughs> Never had that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not in any way like a great description of a Wellington, but that's what it is. Anywho, Chris finds this dog, and um, he's trying to figure out who killed Wellington because you know that doesn't just happen, mm-hmm. um, especially with a pitchfork. Like, what? yeah, that's <laughs> so aggressive. Um, and he is, you know, recovering from his mother's recent death and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you go through the book, you discover that who killed the dog and where his mother is and all of this yeah. stuff is like very interwoven. Um, but the thing that makes that made me excited when you were like, ooh, Curious Incident mm-hmm. <laughs> as a book that, that we both have read is uh, is not so much the plot because the plot is what it is. But it's like it's this plot that is very complicated and very nuanced and like people are doing things that are morally gray. But our narrator is not capable of seeing moral yeah. grayness, like, as a category. Yeah. Um, and because Chris has autism and it's it's and savant syndrome. And it's really fun to see a narrator who's like, I cannot even begin to grasp. Yeah. It's very interesting. There's one quote that really um, shows that about him. And it's, oh, yeah. Sometimes I think of my mind as a machine. It makes it easier to explain to other people what's going on inside it. So he just is a very analytical and not um, emotionally understanding being. And it's just very interesting, yeah, how he 
analyzes and just interprets everything that's going on around him, which is that he doesn't. It's very black and white. Yeah, he, and <laughs> yeah, he does. He analyzes things, but he doesn't interpret them. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Like at the very beginning, there's this thing where his his therapist showed him, you know, a couple smiley faces or a smiley face and a frowny face, and he could identify the emotions in those, but like he couldn't grasp the emotions on the other four faces I think and I was like oh yeah no (laughs) Um, because I spent a lot of time around uh, people with varying levels of autism and it is very much something where you kind of have to spell it out like yeah I am angry with you because this was not okay Mm -hmm. and the reason this was not okay is because of this (laughs) Yeah. Like there's no there's no I expect an apology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to be like, I would like to walk you through the reasons why this cannot happen twice. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would like you to promise me that this will not happen twice on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. That was another interesting thing was how his family or others would figure out ways to communicate with him or to show yeah. him that they loved him. Um, without, you know, hugging him or, you know, getting too much in his personal space, but still having that connection. Yeah. Interpersonal connection is rough. Like, that yeah. <laughs> is a freaking, ugh. Yeah. It's so, d- human beings are so difficult. <laughs> they are. That's another quote. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Jessa bringing quotes. the quotes. Um, He said, he was talking about dogs and when he found Wellington, just like why he liked him and why it made his, him sad that he was killed. And he said... Dogs are faithful and they do not tell lies because they cannot talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, I relate. (laughs) I love his quote about what makes him happy. Like when I'm reading about the Apollo space missions or when I am still awake at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. in the morning and I can walk up and down the street and pretend that I am the only person in the world. Mm. I'm like, same, buddy. Same. Also, related to the way his brain works. Lots of things are mysteries, but that doesn't mean there isn't an answer to them. It's just that scientists haven't found the answer yet. Yes, I love that quote. I love that one. And I'm like, scientists? <laughs> like, true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I've, yeah, I've been getting really into into uh, into NASA lately. That's like, so cool. not, not necessarily all of science, just like... Mm-hmm. M- Almost like NASA is a sports team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, five points to NASA. They found something on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I'm really funny. enjoying seeing the mysteries get solved. Like I found out they uh, they discovered methane on Mars, so th- hmm. which is a, not a stable gas. Yeah. Which wow. means that if there's methane, something is actively making it. Um, which is, I was just like, oh, science. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like, okay, that's one thing in the book is he had all these like little breaks, you know, when things were getting too mm-hmm. intense in his personal life where he would just go on this rant about like yep. prime numbers or like these diagrams and stuff and just start talking about science. And honestly, I think we need that in real life. Like if mm-hmm. we're watching the news, you know, just take a little break and be like, hey, guys, uh, look at this math problem. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if like, okay, so remember in Pokemon, like when the show was on TV, how it would show you the outline <gasps> and yes, then after yes, the commercial break. Pokemon. It would yes. pop. <laughs> I feel like we need the news to do that where it's like, what is this state? And it just yeah. shows you an outline. And it's like, that's Texas. And then the next one, it's like, yes. Ooh, what's that one? Uh, Arkansas. <laughs> like, it's just a square. How am I supposed to tell? That, yeah, I feel like that would really benefit a lot of people. Yeah. Or like this country in Europe. 
Oh, we would suck at that. Yeah, that would be so ol- bad. The only one I would get is is possibly Ireland, <laughs> because even yeah. England, it shares a landmass with two other countries. Mm. So I can't remember what the word. I, th- I don't even. I think it's Great Britain is the word for just the island, but not Ireland that is also part of the UK. Like, there's a word for all of... Th- that's the United Kingdom. Uh-huh. I can do this. Heidi, you, I believe in you. The United know Kingdom is Northern Ireland and Scotland and Wales and England, mm-hmm. I think. And then, if I'm right, Great Britain is the island of Britain. So, Scotland, Wales, England. And then, England is England. <laughs> I think. Yes. You know what? That's more than I know. So, we're well, going to go with it. Somebody leave us... a. Somebody tell me if yeah. I'm wrong because I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, sure, now. we'll hear about it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> comments, those are fun. <laughs> I don't know what happened then because there is a gap in my memory, like a bit of the tape had been erased. But I know that a lot of time must have passed because later on, when I opened my eyes again, I could see that it was dark outside the window. Just mm. like hmm, meltdowns. They throw you. Okay, one of one of my favorite quotes. It's a short one. <clears throat> I want to do sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read that. I had to like do a double take. Like, what? <laughs> what did he say? This one made me laugh out loud. And every time I read it, I'm like, oh my gosh. Mrs. Forbes at school said that when mother died, she had gone to heaven. That was because Mrs. Forbes is very old and she believes in heaven. <laughs> like, get it, Chris. <laughs> Spoken like an aspiring scientist. Yep. That is because she is very old. Also, like, the Sherlock Holmes moment of, I see everything. That is why I don't like new places. If I am in a place I know, like home or school or the bus or the shop or the street, I have seen almost everything in it beforehand, and all I have to do is to look at the things that have changed or moved. Mm. And I'm like, big nerd. Yeah. I mean, but it is true. Like, they, there is not a small theory that, like, part of what makes autism so difficult to live with is that you can't differentiate between useless and useful information, like, on instinct. Hmm. And so you have to, like, examine everything as though it's relevant. Okay, I am not autistic then because I don't notice anything that's going on around me. <laughs> I am completely oblivious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not the only type of autism, but, like, one of the things is that, like... That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, it's like the same thing where they say that like introverts are introverted not because they don't like people, but because it takes less people to get them done. Uh, okay. Like they're more sensitive to to people and extroverts. It's like you really have to pump them up okay, yeah. <laughs> before they start to feel <laughs> connected. Yeah. Um, so I get there are types of autism where like the difficulty is not that, um, for example, like in this room, we're sitting next to a bunch of labeled boxes. Mm-hmm. And they're not stacked in any particular order. And sometimes, like, matching labels are next to each other. Sometimes they're on top of each other. And for somebody who um, who was trying to get to know the space, if they were autistic and they had that type of problem, that mm. would be very difficult. Because they would, until they concluded that there was no pattern, it, w- it would be very difficult to be like, okay, but what is the pattern? Hmm. Um, and at the moment, the only pattern is that they're organized by size of box. But everything else is just... Yeah, I could see how that would drive me crazy. Like, yeah, trying to find a pattern when there is none. And that, and that would—that's the thing—is like there is no pattern to what other people do on like a mass scale. And in life, there, there we go. Is no pattern. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's the theme of the book. <laughs> there's no, 
this poor this poor kid is trying to figure out the pattern between you know his parents and his neighbors and everything and it's like oh chris (laughs) buddy yeah there's no pattern and it's kind of interesting also because he's like a teenager or a preteen he's like around that age and so you think about like your life around that time when you're figuring everything out and trying to you know like and your body's on drugs yeah like oh man poor thing he was going through it oh yeah 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 yeah. and he was going through it in like not an easy place to go through it Hmm. yeah (laughs) england well, and like that area too, like London and oh, and yeah. that kind of thing. Like I wouldn't be going there. Here's the thing about London, having been there, it's not really on a grid. <laughs> like you just kind of in England, you just kind of have to memorize how things work. Wait, really? Yeah, like at least a lot of the places I was, like the newer places will be more on a grid and like more regular, and and there's a pattern to it. But a lot of places is just like, mm, um. <laughs> I hate that. The number of times that I missed the bus in Tennessee where I went to college and then it just like never showed up again. And I was just stranded there because there's like no rhyme or reason. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that the buses are better, but like, here's an example. The name of a particular street in Oxford where I went to the street I lived on Mm -hmm. as in you, in America, we would think of it as one street because you you don't take any turns. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. You just walk along this road. Mm -hmm. When I started on the road, it was called Abingdon Road. And about halfway to where I was going, the name just changed. It just changed? Yeah, it just changed to Corn Market Street. You don't make any choices. And it's not like Abingdon, like, turns. Like, oh, this road was originally curved. And so, like, you can stay on Abingdon if you turn. with No. No, it just decided I'm going to be a new road. Yeah. It's just, like, new street time. It's like it it got bangs. But. Yeah. (laughs) Street got bangs. I mean, Change the only up. good thing about it was that, like, from a pedestrian perspective, it meant that if you were walking, like, and somebody said they were on Corn Market, you knew that they were in, like, a three-block stretch. Mm-hmm. Because if they were farther or nearer, it would be a different name. Like, there was a limited amount of space that it even could be if it was that name. Hmm. Um, that being said, what the heck, England? <laughs> yeah. Like. England is cool because it's old, but a lot of things they do. It's just like, you're doing this because you're an old country. (laughs) Why? Hey, that transitions well into our um, album that we want to talk about. Ooh, we're skipping over movie and going to album? I I like it. Is there, you know what? I am in Rory's spot. No, no, no. Switch things up a little bit on us. No, I think that's a great idea. Jessa is one of my oldest and dearest banter friends. So. So I can do whatever I want? Basically, we just have to do recommendations last, but okay. we can skip straight to music. And I want to save the best for last. I agree. Personally, I agree. Um, yeah. guys, get ready for the movie, because it's going to be sick. If you don't want to spoil it for yourself, don't read the description. Anywho's. Anywho. Okay, so we we're talking about England and how it's an old country. Well, let's talk about the new Americana. Woo! Um, Halsey's. I still, I don't know. I, I go Halsey? Halsey? Okay. But it's not her real name, so her name is Ashley. Okay. Should we call her Ashley? No. Her artist name is Halsey, but her, her real name is Ashley, and it's just a few letters <gasps> oh. scrambled. Yeah. So artsy. Ugh. What <laughs> What a <artist>. Yeah. <laughs> Halsey's Badlands. So good. I love this album so... Every song is a bop. Let's just start there. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I feel like there's a reason why I only know one Chainsmokers song, and it's the one <laughs> that she's in. <laughs> 
Oh, that's hilarious, really. <laughs> yeah. I only I I'm sure I've heard other ones, but like mm. there's only one chain smoker song that I'm like, excuse me, bop time. Yeah. And you know why? I figured out because every single line adds and deepens the image on all of her songs. So like yeah. let's take let's take Closer by the chain smokers because everyone knows it and then we can talk about Badlands because okay. it's so good. Okay. So like one thing that I loved about her album is pretty much every song started with some form of ASMR. Like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like windshield wipers, uh mm-hmm. some sort of static rain, electric cackling in the background, and it just like yeah. sets the tone for each song, gives its its own little vibe going. That also because I like making mixtapes, like playlist mixtapes that mm-hmm. you listen to in an order, it makes her a lot easier to use because you can use those ASMR things as transitions. Mm-hmm. This is what I do with my spare time. <laughs> oh, okay. So this was like, this was this was the moment that I was like, wait, these are great lyrics. Like they're dumb, but they're great. Is hey, I was doing just fine before I met you. I drink too much, and that's an issue, but I'm okay. And it's <laughs> like. Oh, I already know this person. <laughs> like, yeah. I know everything I need to know about them. Hey, you tell your friends it was nice to meet them, but I hope I never see them again. And it's yeah. like, yep, I know you. I know it breaks your heart. Move to a city in a broke down car and four years, no calls. And now you're looking pretty in a hotel bar. And I'm like, these are like this drinks too much person who has bumped into mm-hmm. his ex-girlfriend in a hotel while she's there with her friends and probably like it's girls so they're all staying in one room mm-hmm. and he's like hooking up with her oh. in her car <laughs> because the hotel room is inaccessible like yeah. this is i know exactly yeah. right like <laughs> like it's so detailed and picturesque in the sense that like you you can picture it so good every single song is like that yeah all of them it's like and i may hear you know hear about this after i say it but i'm gonna go for it she gives off a billy ellish vibe oh yeah she's old enough to actually have like the life experience to back it up oh absolutely like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love her oh so much she also has um shoot she's like a cindy lopper vibe a little bit Ooh, like yeah like poppy but like rebel but like yeah yeah. like cindy lopper pat benatar vibe Mm -hmm. um she also has the vibe of someone like my impression of her is somebody who wrote poetry and then realized that you can only monetize poetry if you put it on top of a beat yeah like yeah i can see that yeah like she has the same vibe as lady gaga who's like yeah i'm a trained jazz pianist you know what makes money pop songs yeah (laughs) like (laughs) so funny yeah uh what's your favorite song on the album Okay. Hmm. Or or favorite songs plural. I really like Ghost. Ooh, I, I do not listen to that enough. Really? Well, okay, so first I like didn't listen to the album super intensely like I've heard it in the background a lot of places and so I decided to look up the lyrics first and then listen to the songs. Ooh. I yeah. It's very unlike me. <laughs> no, yeah, this is very clearly something you did because you knew you were being on a podcast. Yes, but you know what? I am better for it. And I clearly. <laughs> I don't know cuz the whole album of Badlands is kind of littered with just like this sense of like disgust for the land and the times or like I don't know, like this is how things are now. Whether yeah. it's like not necessarily disgust but just even like this is just how it is. Yeah, like, it, you very know blunt. It, you know what it has actually? I just realized something and this is kind of a deep cut. Mm-hmm. But it has this, like, Badlands as a whole, the only way that I can think of it as, like, one united work as opposed to, like, a collection of songs that Mm -hmm. got put together is T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. (gasps) 
Like, yeah. like it feels like an album version of the Wasteland where like each unit makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like if you try to take it as a whole, the only way to digest it is is as this thing that it's like this isn't this can't make sense yeah. like modernity cannot make sense and i'm yeah. just like bang it we are the new americana <laughs> yes <laughs> oh but the reason that i really like ghost is that she's kind of i feel like she's almost like accepting like yeah like this is how things are but i'm kind of a part of that like you oh know, yeah 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 mm-hmm. i like this guy i think i don't know i don't want to break his heart but at the same time i'm having fun like yeah <laughs> i'm just like okay <laughs> oh yeah i really like control um oh. that one always yeah. gets me talk about it tell me uh one i have as you know uh ocd and anxiety well as you found out i have ocd but oh. it cannot possibly be a surprise um at this after <laughs> 23 how old are you yeah 23 23 years it cannot possibly be a surprise <laughs> um so that one is i'm always like oh dang it and j- just like the way that she talks about her own mental illness in the songs i'm like ooh, yeah. this is a very good it's rare that I find something where I'm like, ooh, yes, that is what it feels like to live in here. Because mm-hmm. often I do feel like I live in here. Mm-hmm. Like, my mind, like, the spirit part of me or whatever is not always allowed to, like, tell the brain what to do. Yeah. L- or, like, the brain is like, here's some data. And I'm like, that's bad data. <laughs> and it's like, but would you like to read it 800 more times to be sure it is bad? And I'm like, you're not going to give me a choice, are you? So mm-hmm. the album itself is, is a very good um expression yeah. of that feeling also new americana is a bop castle is a bop oh yeah castle is, is possibly the i think the best song on the album but yeah yeah it's not as popular as i thought like yeah you know what it was on the credits for um snow white and the huntsman that's how i found oh, it really Mm-hmm. never saw it you know what you're missing out that's not my wreck but i will wreck that one okay for me personally, it's a personal wreck. Yeah. See, the thing is, you have bad hearing. And <laughs> the nice thing about Snow White and the Huntsman is it's the story of Snow White. So really, how much could you possibly be missing? That's true. In the lines. And it's very like colorful and it's a very pretty movie. So it's mm. just one of those movies that I sometimes like I've more than once considered watching it mm-hmm. with like a different album playing just because it's so pretty to watch. It's like, ooh, and it's usually this one that I'm like, can I just play Halsey's album and watch this movie? Oh. Oh, everyone's red and sparkly. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to give it a try. Yeah. Um, but my, my favorite is, is is control and then probably uh probably hold me down when color all of them are good, but those two are like I have to say about color. Okay. Uh huh. She maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. When she sings the chorus, she sounds like a rustic Taylor Swift. Like something about her voice, it just sounds like Taylor Swift. Oh my god, yeah, no, totally. I, I none <laughs> of the other songs, just yeah. that one. But it, it almost feels like she's making fun of Red. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Whoa, song Red. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, get it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I love it. Okay. Oh, so much more respect for her now. <laughs> I don't know if she is making fun of Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, also, your new bangs—they look like Taylor Swift love story era. Like, oh, like early Nicole Kidman, Taylor Swift love story. Like, it's very cute yes. and good, but okay. it's like this specific era of, yeah, of like, of curly hair. I'm bringing them back, baby. Yeah. So Jessa has this very, f- for those of you who don't know Jessa, like curly blonde hair, like you would think it ha- is, is almost a perm, but it, it's just her hair. Mm-hmm. And I have very short, very, sp- at the moment, spiked up 
blonde hair, so yeah. I'm just playing with it all day. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, spoik. It looks good. Thank you. Yeah. It's growing out slow and fast at the same time. What? It's growing out so fast that I've had to get it cut a couple times, oh, like to make so sure that it still looks good. Yeah. Um, it's a slow process. Like the yeah, the process is slow because I am unfortunately having too much hair growth for it to look decent, and then it has to get trimmed, and then it can grow to any length. Okay. Do you have more thoughts on what we're supposed to be talking about? Uh, d- we are on a tangent. Um. Well, there was just one line from Gasoline, which I believe you said was one of your favorites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. It's the chorus. I, know, I just I have to say it because it's so good. Okay. You can't wake up. This is not a dream. You're part of a machine. You are not a human being. With your face all made up, living on a screen, low self-esteem, so you run on gasoline. Oh, yeah. What a what a time to be alive. Yeah. Man, we're going back to the 20s. Oh, good. And the Nazis are back just in time. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. I didn't even think about that either. Oh, I definitely stole that from Twitter. But man twitter people need to get back on twitter like or maybe not you know what maybe everyone should just get (laughs) off of twitter maybe that's (laughs) can you imagine if the people who have like gravitated almost exclusively toward twitter started really gravitating back toward facebook like the facebook memes meet the twitter meme people because i feel like facebook would just get decimated by the twitter people yeah Never mind. Let's keep, you know, Instagram people, you stay in your lane. Twitter, stay in your lane. Um, things are okay. Oh, this <laughs> this was this is the line that I'm like, oh, dang it, from, from Control. Uh, I paced around for hours on empty. I jumped at the slightest of sounds, and I couldn't stand the person inside me. I turned all the mirrors around. I'm just like, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. It's such good lyric. And the beat is so good. It's such good beat. Yeah. She really, yeah, she does a really good job of balancing, like, super intense lyrics with just fun Mm -hmm. stuff that you can, like, listen to. And Yeah, it's like Lady Passion Pit. Yeah. Oh, man, Passion Pit. Where are they? Still making stuff. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I think we've talked about, I don't don't know if we've done a whole segment on them, but Passion Pit's still making stuff. We talked about Gossamer. Yes, we did. That's, like, the main album, I feel like. Really? Okay. In my life. (laughs) You know, I feel like your music preference really reflects how old you are and, like, what stage of life you were when the album comes out. Oh, 100%. And that was just definitely a very pivotal album in my life. That's so true. I also find that that is probably why Reliant K is still my favorite band. Because every new album, I'm just like, ah, yes, still pivotal, still relevant. Yeah. Every time. Every time without fail. I'm just like, like the summer I swore off love, they came out with collapsible lung and I'm just like, dang it. (laughs) Why'd you have to do this? Yes. (laughs) So we have Halsey Badlands, which is basically an electronica pop album about modern society and Mm. how like borderline screwed up it is, but also like the ways that you can kind of take advantage of the system. Like for example, New Americana. Mm -hmm. And our film is... I would say, argue even maybe miscategorized as a chick flick and is in fact an incredible takedown of gender politics and the patriarchy. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Legally Blonde. That's it. Legally Blonde. So good. Also, the musical is so good. If you ever, it's on, I think it's on YouTube, but the, the film version, the Reese Witherspoon film, 
Oh my gosh. Man. Okay, I rewatched it just for this. I mean, I didn't really need an excuse, but I used it. And <laughs> I was going to say, like, you really stretched for this. <laughs> but I just, I have uh, so many quotes that I'm just going to randomly pop in there because they're gold. They're also, it's so funny. It is such a funny movie. Mm-hmm. Also, it is the best, uh, the best movie for explaining how prejudice works to somebody who doesn't believe in white privilege or doesn't believe in like privilege. Yeah, because it's like, okay, have you seen Legally Blonde? She got a one seventy nine <laughs> out of one eighty on the LSATs, and people are like, should we let her into Harvard? And it's like, I'm sorry, you should roll out the pink carpet to whatever school she wants yeah. because she got a one seventy nine, deciding she would apply, like for fall yeah. in the f- previous fall, like. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She studied over like uh, three months and got a 179. I'm sorry. I have, I know people who took the LSAT and you have to like work your butt off for months. Yeah. And she worked her butt off, but only for weeks because Elle Woods is very busy. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's got all the social events to attend to. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay. So one of my favorite things um, is <laughs> it's like a super fast line that I like probably miss most of the times that I watched it but she's talking to her parents about wanting to go to law school she got in you know she just has to Mm -hmm. convince the rents and so her dad is like law school and she says to him it's a perfectly respectable place daddy (laughs) like (laughs) law school so respectable yes (laughs) tropics contest are you gonna throw that all away it's just like (laughs) uh, it's it's so bad good yes oh my goodness and like when you look at prejudice in the light of like is this prejudice against Elle Woods like if I substituted a different stereotype would I think it's justified if the answer is yes you are prejudiced Hmm. for example uh the moment when they were like no it's a smart people thing where she Hmm. tries to get into the study group Hmm. you will notice that everyone at the table is white that is Hmm. probably on purpose because the implication is if Elle Woods was black, would the line play? What is this, like an RSVP thing? No, it's like a smart people thing. Yeah. And it's wow. like, but huh. they but they use the, like a prejudice that everyone knows is stupid. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow still like actually comes up. Like, ugh. Yeah. Blonde prejudice. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And she like, I just love how little she cared like what you looked like or what your background Mm -hmm. was like she just befriended everybody you know like she comes across as like this dumb blonde that's just so poppy and friendly like you know come down to earth kind of thing but it's like wow like that's really you know admirable yeah she's very much like this is who I am and that's who you are and that's cool like yeah how fun yeah all you have to do to be friends with Elle Woods is like her dog yeah, literally. <laughs> and, like, who wouldn't like Bruiser? He's such a good boy. He, yes, that is, like, one of the few chihuahuas that has my heart. The the only chihuahua that has my heart. Well, I mean, there is the uh, Beverly Hills chihuahua. No, I'm willing to hold this line. Okay. <laughs> we don't have to agree. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I'm going to be like Elle Woods and, you know, okay. Except, except <laughs> me for who I am, Jessa. I don't like chihuahuas. Um, including Beverly Hills it's just bruiser (laughs) and I love I love how she's like so confident but still like lovable like even after um Warner uh breaks up with her she's like walking you know crying you know yeah yeah the famous (laughs) scene and she's like so you're breaking up with me because you think your family won't like me everybody likes me (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
it's just like i believe it yeah yeah and the like the, the watching the movie the first time i watched it like i was like okay I'm 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 here for this, but I'm not expecting to be won over so quickly. Mm-hmm. And then it's like every scene, I'm just like, "Wow, Elle's the best." Yeah, she's so cute and so sweet and so smart. Yeah. Okay, the first time I watched it, I was probably like six years old, and she became my role model. Like I was just obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. I think at the time it probably was um, her fashion sense and her confidence. Um, and then you know, as you get older, you're like. Lily Blonde, why did I like that? And you watched it again, and you're like, oh my god, I remember why. Like, this is amazing. She's actually mm-hmm. a really great role model. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, Legally Blonde is absolutely your holes. Yes! <laughs> like, uh, hands down. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, I was so excited that we were doing Legally Blonde, because I'm like, this is Jess's movie. Yeah. I mean, I, rem- I remember, you were like eight, maybe? And you invited me, t- you were, or you invited me in air quotes to your birthday party because mm-hmm. we were like we are watching the legally blondes it will be very pink and girly and you will not have a good time if you would like to come anyway you can but i understand if you're like <laughs> i don't want to and i was immediately like i do not want to but thank you for the invite yeah yeah <laughs> i was probably like nine um oh, man. because yeah no that would that would have been miserable um <laughs> It was a great party. Yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't there, and it was great. <laughs> but uh, but no, like Legally Blonde is one of the is one of the best mm-hmm. of that type. And I love that Elle doesn't change. Like that's what's important. Yeah, like, yeah, it's really amazing. Like she stays literally the same the mm-hmm. entire movie. Yeah, like she only becomes more Elle Woods. Yeah, which oh I love. Um, I also love that we have like a she's a she's such a great role model as far as like no work hard get your stuff done be mm-hmm. smart but also like do it while wearing heels if that's yeah. your 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 jam do it while wearing pajamas if that's your jam and okay like after graduating college and rewatching it like looking how much she like worked out and like ate healthy meals maintained healthy relationships while attending law school like. I didn't that do that. That is inspiring. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, mm, I don't know how she did it. She's a fictional character. That's how she did. <laughs> she, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> she did it because she's played by Reese Witherspoon. Yes, true. But you know what? Goals. I you know what I just realized too. Mm-hmm. Legally Blonde might be the only movie I can think of, off the top of my head at least, like that that type of chick flick mm-hmm. that isn't predicated on the main character, like having a cinderella moment yeah like princess diaries where she you know even like my big fat greek wedding like Mm -hmm. all these movies that i kind of saw around the same time and then there's legally blonde where it's just like she's going to law school but she studies and gets into law school while she's still the sorority president Mm -hmm. like she's not just the same person but it's like Elle Woods will save the mcu like if at the end of endgame it's just Elle Woods coming out and being like what like it's hard and just taking <laughs> off the infinity gauntlet what? like it's hard <laughs> like oh, i mean so good. i don't think that's how that movie will end but i would not be upset yeah. if yeah it was just stanley like <laughs> you want to give me a kiss i object and i object yeah. and she just like unbuckles the infinity gauntlet it had a buckle right there what like it's hard any cosmo girl would have known <laughs> <laughs> the rules just- of fashion are simple and finite <laughs> Oh, oh man but yeah i love how it didn't fall for like so many of the main like chick flick tropes like mm-hmm. even like the finding a guy like yes like she started off with the guy and she's like trying to win him over one she doesn't win over the same guy two the guy that she does end up with is not a huge like plot device like he helps her out like during the trial and stuff mm-hmm. and he's kind of there and it makes for like a cute you know ending or whatever but yeah he's a cute b plot yeah no but it's all about her 
like confidence in herself finding herself mm-hmm. and her relationship with like the other girls and how like sisterhood you know yeah in 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 many ways Emmett feels more like a sister who is a brother romantic character yeah in like the sense that it's Elwood's gravitational pull that makes everyone love her yeah because Emmett does not like win her over and she doesn't really try to win Emmett over yeah, at all kinda, yeah um also side note I don't remember if you saw it but I will say it on the podcast because I thought it was so cool um I saw a version of Legally Blonde the musical mm-hmm. where Emmett was played by an African-American and that made everything so much cooler yeah. just because it was like there's kind of sometimes this feeling at least in casting of like discount Warner mm-hmm. like that Emmett is basically the same type of person but mm-hmm. but discounted mm-hmm. first does that have to be true so yeah. I really like I really like Emmett He's a great guy. Yeah. Every version of, of Emmett I've ever seen. I'm like, what a good character. Yeah. He's so sweet and so supportive. Mm-hmm. Also, how ahead was Legally Blonde on going for a Me Too moment <gasps> in yeah. like 2001? I know. Or something. Yeah. Because that's a full blown like Me Too moment. That was heavy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, e- like, even as a young girl looking back, like when I was watching it, like seeing that and thinking, like, wow, like, that's a thing and i don't have to take it you know oh yeah just like seeing a movie where the character's like i don't have to take this and she's like about to run away and another Mm -hmm. female character comes in and is like if you let one stupid prick ruin your life you're not the girl i thought you were and it's just like yeah heart eyes heart eyes Mm -hmm. heart eyes (laughs) yes female empowerment and showing like yeah you don't have to like go through everything alone like there are sisters who have been there, girl. And mm-hmm. yeah, and also, you thing. don't necessarily have to go through it. Get like, if yeah. this like if this crap has got to stop, this crap has got to stop. Um, also, Ali Larder, who has since disappeared from from the scene, she was so good in that movie. Uh, she plays, shoot, uh, Brooke Windham. She plays oh, the accused. Yes. Um, and she was also in Heroes. She was the. She was the one with the splits personality and the super strength. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh. I yes, I love her. Um, I love her face. She just makes <laughs> such good faces. <laughs> yeah, she's very expressive. Oh my goodness, the liposuction scene. I got what? What? I got what? Liposuction. I got liposuction. And then Elle keeps the secret the whole time. Like mm-hmm. she's able to win over a case without ruining her career. Yeah, she's able to win, and she's able to keep her integrity. Like, she won the case by proving that someone was guilty, as opposed to trying to prove someone's innocence, because in court, you don't actually have to prove innocence. You just have to, you have to prove guilt. Like, the burden of proof is on the, um, is on the prosecutor, which... And Eldon did that, Got a confession, snatched it right out of her hands, girl. Is that from the musical? No, that's from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, charmed it right out of her hands, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I have not. I admittedly have not seen the second Legally Blonde, but I am very excited for the third one that is coming out. What? Oh my! Did you actually not know about that? No. No. So Red, White, and Blonde has long been out, but yeah. there is. There was a rumor going around that there would be a third Legally Blonde because everyone wants one. And now that oh Reese God. Witherspoon is over 35, uh-huh. we can have President L. <gasps> but I don't know if that's going to be the plot. Like, the internet has just been talking about this and buzzing about it for like two years. Oh, my goodness. And on Reese Witherspoon's Instagram, 
Oh my goodness. Floating across the pool, she just posted, it's <gasps> true, in the blue bikini uh, from the Harvard uh, video. Uh, yeah, so Reese Witherspoon, it sounds like, is reprising Elle Woods in Legally Blonde 3. Oh. Which, oh, oh my, <gasps> just the, oh, okay, I am so excited. Wow, like. <laughs> Inside industry secrets. Just kidding, I spent too much time on the internet. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Wow. I, I cannot, ugh, we are in the end game now. Yeah. All I want <laughs> His president L to come in and fix these problems. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah! Wow, L would do such good for this country. Mm-hmm. See, and I feel like you can either you can approach like this is how things are and how things should be from like a Handmaid's Tale perspective, mm. or you can approach them from a legally blonde perspective. I like that perspective, and I do think the Handmaid's Tale is important, like that kind of storytelling. Yeah. But I really like living in the legally blonde world. Yeah. It's so enjoyable. And then um, her friends could say things like, I know you're upset about all this, but can't you just, like, take a Percocet? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes. And then we can get the good advice from Elle. Yeah. Well, and also (laughs) things like, I'm studying for the LSAT. What's that? Oh, my cousin had that. It's a rash. (laughs) You get that? The LSAT's an exam. (laughs) Guys. (laughs) Hello. And I'm just like... (laughs) Oh, yes, I love that. Also, Legally Blonde may have been one of the movies, and then, you know, but because I can talk about this one all day because it's so good. It may be one of the movies that, like, reinforced my belief that speaking in academic register mm-hmm. is not necessary to being smart. Like, yeah. I am the first person to walk into a college classroom and be like, I did the reading, and it looks like on this page he's just saying, What the heck? And <laughs> the poor professor is just sitting there, like, That is, in fact, what mm-hmm. this is saying. I mean, yes. Shameless <laughs> self-plug. That is the entire premise of my new podcast, Messy Scripture. <laughs> There's my shameless self-plug. There you go. Do you have anything else to add about Legally Blonde? I just have her most famous quote. Mm-hmm. I have to say it. <clears throat> it's impossible to use a half-loop top stitch on a low-viscosity rayon. It would snag the fabric. Just such wisdom there. Just mm. really let that sink in. And you didn't just get it in. I saw it in the June Vogue last year. So if you're trying to sell it to me at full price... You picked the wrong girl. Oh! See, here's the thing I was driving at with academic register crap. Yes. Elle Woods knows her stuff. Mm-hmm. Fashion is a serious interest if you invest serious time and interest. That's another great thing. Is like, just because society or the people that you're with or whatever aren't interested in what you're interested in doesn't mean it's not important. Throwback to Rory's recommendation to look at things that other people you like that are interested in. Yes. Things. If that's a low viscosity rayon, then, you know, maybe you can. Half loop top stitching. No can. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You're going to ruin my rayon. (laughs) All right. I feel good. All right. Okay. Well, then it's time for me to ask you a question. Jessa, what is your recommendation of the week? You know what? My recommendation of the week is go get bangs or do that thing that people have been telling you like, oh, I don't know about that because guess what? It's your life. Live it how you want, as long as you're not hurting yourself or other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, have fun. Get bangs. They'll grow out. Get a tattoo. Why not? <laughs> I thought you were going to say they'll grow out, and I'm like, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I am. You have you have convinced me. Are you going to get bangs? No, I'm going to. Oh. With what hair? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> My whole hair is a bangs. <laughs> it's all a bang. Bangs a all bang. the way up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I t- t- 
What? Whatever. Just whatever. <laughs> Wait, what did I convince you? No, a tattoo. Ugh. Probably going to get a new tattoo soon. Do it. Wow. Don't know when, but soon. If, right. I know when. As soon as I can afford it. Because mm. um, tattoos ain't cheap if you want the ones that look good. Mm. Any hoozle. <laughs> yeah, no. Get bangs. Do the thing. Like That's such a good wreck. Have fun. Oh, yes. One of my old professors is growing out his beard because he's on sabbatical. And just every few days we get a sabbatical update <laughs> on, on Instagram. Yes, and I'm like, guys, grow out your beards. Braid them. Oh. Or shave it off if you've been wanting to. Ooh, do that tweez twizzler thing. Yeah, yeah. Get the handlebars and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the curly Q mustache. Ooh, grow a pointy Satan beard if that's what you're into. Yeah. Like, do do whatever. And partners of the people who are taking our advice, be supportive. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't work, they'll figure it out. They'll figure <laughs> it out eventually. And you know what? Nothing works like confidence. Yes. If Elle Wood has taught us anything, mm-hmm. what would Elle Wood do? Mm-hmm. W W E W D W W E W D W D What would L Woods do? Oh yeah, so only one W. W W E W D. Yeah, okay, I like it. We graduated college. More than once. Yes. Well you're you're going I'm going back. I'm gonna do it all again. You know what? And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do what L Woods did. Get better at acronyms and wear a lot of pink? Uh, I mean, maybe. I'll throw that in there. But, you know, exercise, maintain healthy relationships. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to do that the next Social time I go to college. Events. Yeah. Oh, trips to the Cape. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I have a recommendation, and I need to find it because it's a good one. <gasps> I'm excited. Yeah. It's, it exists, and <laughs> it is. it is this. I feel like Rory and I are going to talk about this movie, but that's not why I'm recommending this. Related to Legally Blonde, Dolly Parton has gotten the short end of the stick as far as singer-songwriters and recognition as like a serious musician. And that is a hill I will die on. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, build me a cross and hang me up because that is for real, like... No, she's so good. So she's many so people good. are sleeping on Dolly Parton. Everybody. Like, and I work in a music store. Mm-hmm. I am a female singer-songwriter, and I didn't realize how good Dolly Parton was. So my recommendation is the Dumplin' soundtrack. Yeah. Because it's a really good, it's it's just a really good playlist. So even if you don't watch the movie, you get a really good sense of Dolly Parton's music. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of her hits. It's got a bunch of cool remixes. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, she wrote the song Jolene and I Will Always Love You on the same day. Yeah. She's amazing. So good. Nine to five with the sound of the typewriter. Uh, uh. That is my jam. Literally, my yeah. first day of work, I blasted that like the whole way. Oh, all the, all the time coming down to work. I'm just like, I, and I love my job, but I'm just like, yes. Tumble out of bed and stumble <laughs> to the kitchen for my, oh no. <laughs> um, yes. The oh no was uh, every time I go over the speed bump and I forget to stop. And I'm mm. like, oh, don't, oh, don't crash into anything again. Huh. That's a good recommendation. I yeah. approve. So the Dumplin' soundtrack, if you don't want to invest that much time, uh, 9 to 5 and Jolene. But mm-hmm. honestly, invest that much time. It's like 45 minutes. Yeah. Just, just listen to it. All right. Uh, roll credits. Our theme song is Downtown Love by Reese from his EP, It's Okay to Be Sad. Thank you, Reese. This podcast is produced and edited by me. 
Uh, Rory and I do pre-production by reading and watching and listening to all the things, and this week Jessa did the pre-production by reading and watching and listening to one thing specifically. If you are enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes and or become a supporter on Patreon. You can also follow along on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle at both is at spoilers underscore ahead underscore. And we would love to hear from you. So yeah, that's the whole episode. You did pre-production because you like had to read the book and see the movie and listen to the music. Oh. That's... Turns out anyone will let you have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>